0: especially like the 1900 10s 20s 30s it is more difficult or I find and I mean out there if they want to you know dm us on queer modernisms or ivory tower (laughs) boiler room you know someone who does like I would love to have someone on who does queer female art as scholarship or something on Instagram but um I just think it's harder to find like more public artworks that arc female bodies, especially women in homoerotic situations together. Absolutely. And a little more difficult.
1: Yeah, no, and I mean, and that very much goes back to the historical realities that men and specifically white men of Mm -hmm. a certain class uh, were able to indulge in making art and that their whatever art they made had a better chance of surviving.
0: Welcome back to the Ivory Tower Boiler Room. I am really excited because this is actually the first time that I am with a person I met at a conference who now we're on Zoom together and we weren't on Zoom and I know him so well in person and actually having sit down conversations. So it's nice to now be in this um, West Coast, East Coast Zooming experience because I am joined with Jess Atayde who, well, Jesse, I don't know why I said Jess, Jesse Ateid, I'm changing yeah. his name now. Um, <laughs> but Jesse and I, we met at the Queer History Conference in San Francisco, and I'm pretty sure Jesse's in San Francisco right now, and I'm a little jealous. Um, well, actually, I'm not that jealous. We have a beautiful fall on Long Island, and it's probably similar weather patterns to San Francisco right now, um, our nice 60 degree weather. Um so, Jesse, thank you for actually stepping into the ivory tower boiler room with me.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. I um, was so honored when you asked if I would. And yeah, it's exciting. It it feels like it's a continuation of our in-person conversation. So
0: yeah, well, and I last saw Jesse um, at the Moby Dick bar, which I finally got to the Castro. I'm so glad he like well, we were there a few times, but like most of the conference wasn't centered there. And I was so happy to just like finally see the Castro breathe that like gay queer inspiration. And this Moby Dick bar was so cute. And I want to go back there because I have to say, as a city, San Francisco, I was so surprised how cozy it is and um quiet and like quiet and busy at the same time it definitely isn't the New York City energy that I'm used to but um it's laid back and also fast paced if that makes sense I know those are like oxymorons yeah so. no no
1: no I totally understand what you mean um and that is I that's why I'm in San Francisco uh the New York energies I love visiting but it's a little too much for me uh the the Big, the big city, but a little, uh, yeah, I don't know. Slower paced is not the right word, but um, Well, yeah. it has that just like California. High intensi- it's less intensity is what Yeah, it is. and I, it's so. like
0: when people think from the East Coast about Californians of like, they're a little more relaxed. They're kind of a little more natural, not natural, but they're a little more interested in just like alternative education or like just learning about all different cultures. I feel that San Francisco is more of that than the LA transplant. Like that to me is like New York with cars. Like New York, <laughs> and it takes an hour to go three miles. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, I I so much prefer New York walking than I would ever prefer that kind of traffic. But yeah. I'm not here I to, know. you know. know, we're not here <laughs> to run over the logistics cities. of yeah. driving. But um, and I love L.A. too. I love all the cities you I know. visited. Um, mm-hmm. so I think though why San Francisco is so interesting to me is because, like Jesse, I was so curious about learning about queer modernisms, which is Jesse's Instagram, but also would you call it a business too at the same time? Ooh,
1: no, I don't call it that.
0: Um, no, yeah.
1: it's it's really still my passion project. Um, and I started it several years ago with no expectations. Um, and so now that it has uh, receive more interest than I had really ever anticipated. It's kind of like, oh no, what, like what, like what now? Like, and that's, that is something I'm actively starting to think about more because, um, yeah, because it does, it has reached a a different level. Um, and so that is,
0: now well, I feel he's like being I, very I actually humble. have like
1: a a responsibility to like yeah, figure out yeah. a little more of what I'm doing.
0: So, well, Jesse is being humble. He has because I have my cell phone here because I'm going to be looking at it a lot for um, the queer modernist representations that he researches. So I'm like, I need my phone near me, which I usually wouldn't do. But um, he has almost thirty thousand followers. So you know that's a feat. That's an amazing accomplishment, Jesse. And like that was something. So you started on Instagram right away. Is that right with queer modernisms? Was this the first outlet? So, n-
1: no, it actually, it did start. Um, it was relatively briefly a blog that's where it started as um, you can still find it uh, like i never deactivated it or anything um, but yeah it hasn't been updated for years um yeah that's what i had previous some previous experience with blogging in different ways um, and that seemed to make more sense but um that was kind of right at the tail end of you know blogs as a medium um just weren't as uh dominant uh as it was for a while and um it had different kinds of content i did more like reviews book reviews film reviews as well as um like kind of more research posts um but yeah uh all of a sudden i was realizing i was putting a lot of pressure on myself for that like it was kind of like an academic extension and instagram kind of felt like oh this would be a more like fun thing to do Um, or, you know, like, oh, you know, much easier to, to do. Um, yeah, the realities turned out to be a little more complicated than that, but that was the motivation. And, um, and yeah, no, immediately it, it started finding a, um, yeah, almost immediately started finding people or connecting with people in a way that it really never did as a blog. Um, and it kind of went from there um
0: well and don't they kind of say blogging like early 2000s into like the 2010s ish that it really is an extension of a personal diary like it's a more formalized diary and you're right i find because i was even with the ivory tower boiler room we had done some blog entries like on our website at first because it had like more of that extension of academic writing but it became this task of okay, keeping up the podcast, but then also researching for my writing. And then I'm like, wait, but how about my other writing that I do at the university and publications? And yeah, it's a lot to, but you're right. The, um, um Instagram, like, can you explain that? Cause you kind of hinted that there is a lot more involved than you might've thought at first about yeah. having this channel, queer modernisms on Instagram
1: yeah. and and uh, they are personally a lot of the some of them are personally imposed. Um I do um, kind of have a standard that I started with, and now I feel very committed to of um, of especially coming from like the the culture of like Tumblr, especially was another another one of um or Pinterest or all these other ones where, um, images and and uh, visual information just circulates very freely and often um, will uh, be not att- attributed or wrongly or um, kind of partially um, mm-hmm. in the way that it's aggregated. And it was really um, important to me to kind of apply the apply some of the academic and scholarly rigor to this, even though it was supposed to be like this easier thing. So, and that en- ends up taking a surprising amount of time to do um, whether, and there's other things like I, I, there's so much I would love to to post, but I will only do a, a, a high quality visual image or something like that. Um, and, that often takes a long time or, you know, I find something, but it's not high quality and it takes a long time to track down a higher quality version of that. Um, and so there's all these things. And so even, even, a um, you know, a quote unquote, simple post of, um, an image and, uh, the attribution, um, I was, I always, when possible, uh, do like a title name date, um, as well as the medium so like mm-hmm. oil and canvas or anything and then um, any anybody who has it so like the museum or often like uh, auction sites or in, in anywhere that I could find it to kind of um, confirm that some other source has uh, the, the confirmation of some other source
0: yeah yeah you're you're yeah. providing that um, evidence of citation in a way exactly. I just yes, okay absolutely. I've I've Absolutely. done that research, and I mean, you're kind of showing your e- your age with Tumblr and Pinterest, but yeah. we'll leave that. Yeah, for yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no for, sure, mean, for
2: sure, Jesse's not <laughs> that
0: much. I mean, I don't think you're that much older than me. I'm just turned thirty.
1: Oh, I well, I'm uh, staring down my last months of uh, thirty-eight, so I'm definitely, oh, okay. I'm well, definitely older than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: okay. Because I was going to say Tumblr was. I, yeah. like the tail end I don't right I didn't really get into it but I was yeah. more of the MySpace person and then okay all of that same. fell through same um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um mine was more just putting music on there but um yeah so I think what would be really interesting is like why how do you define how do you envision queer modernism like what does queer modernism mean as a like in this case, Instagram channel, but like, what does it just mean to you in your own definition?
1: Yeah, no, and that's a a great question um, because as anybody who, I mean, I feel like anybody who's ever engaged with modernism or just any any kind of historical periods or, um, you know, these terms that we apply to periods of times uh, to time is they're really you know, they're really vague, or, you know, they're kind of constantly, um, they're kind of impossible to define. And modernism, particularly, is like an impossible um, uh, term to define. Uh, You know, there's literally whole books written on what is modernism and trying to define what that is so um, it really comes down to you know a lot of scholars when talking about it have to come up with their own personal working definition of that and the the one that I initially when I first started the account the dates that I um cited uh which is listed on the account um was 1890 to 19 um to 1965 which is kind of um which is kind of generally literary modernism that's a Kind of a large, depending on how you define it, like the longer edge mm-hmm, end mm-hmm. of it. Um, and then not long after, um, I realized that for my purposes, actually uh, switching to 1969 uh, for like the Stonewall Stonewall riots was actually a much more pertinent uh, time frame for me mm-hmm. uh, because I do with the shifts in the you know the political and activists and all that um art very much changes after that point as well and i feel like um starting with the 1970s it's kind of a very different um it's a very different uh you know what can be expressed what is expressed uh mm-hmm. or shown or things like that
0: well um, an explicitness right yeah, we'll, well, well everyone 100%. out there exactly. don't worry we're gonna get into <laughs> uh, all of the nudity yeah, and things like indeed. that especially yeah. with what jesse has had to face with instagram but um well so you're kind of saying like some may define it as late victorianism mm-hmm. so like right. Because I want to catch like Oscar
1: Wilde and like, kind of like that. I, you know, considered the, you know, the uh, rise of sexology and things like that Mm -hmm. in the, you know, 1890s. I want to catch that on the one end, um, which is why I said it there instead of like 1900. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah. So, and you could so also is, have yeah.
0: Thomas Eakins, mm-hmm. yeah, like with his late 1880 to 1890. Right, right, yeah. we're, we're right. But I, like you say, I think it's so important that you um, emphasize that literary periods, art, his, art history periods, historical periods, any kind of yeah. periodization, any, just exactly. periodization itself is messy and not concrete. And these are just really demarcations for specialist to understand what they're analyzing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to kind of just have these um chronological sectioning off but so it does seem and I really don't know a lot about this like Jesse and I you know we haven't I haven't fully um our conversations aren't weren't always me digging deep because I knew I wanted to talk more about that with him so you know we had more um just like conversations about dating and like getting his advice about how I can find a boyfriend and you know me being on the town and yes. uh enjoying my flirty life but okay and all of that Sweet. is on my OnlyFans I'm just kidding I don't okay. have a, I don't have an I was OnlyFans a... <laughs> yeah no 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 okay. <laughs> but if you would want me on OnlyFans and if you want Jesse on OnlyFans even though I know Jesse's partnered so you have to approve that
1: Yes, exactly. Let us know, because yeah. I,
0: yeah, I heard they're making queer modernist OnlyFans now. Yeah, does not exist yet.
1: That would be but a new chapter, for sure. That would be new. <laughs> um,
0: but I do think it's so interesting that you're, like, both art history and you are literary history inspired. And so I'm wondering, like, are, were you more drawn to art history? Were you more drawn to literary texts? Or is this just... They both worked in hand when you created Queer Modernisms with your background. The Ivory Tower Boiler Room is so happy to welcome Broadview Press as our official sponsor. Broadview Press is an independent academic publisher in the humanities that produces high quality, pedagogically useful books for use in university and college classrooms. They publish in the humanities, mainly in English studies, writing, philosophy, and history. They always publish with an eye towards diversity. So there is a strong list of titles from women, people of color, and other authors from marginalized groups. In the summer of 2022, they launched their new Broadview Anthology of American Literature which increases diversity in the classroom because it rethinks the American canon and breathes new life into the American literary survey. It's actually been called, quote, the new gold standard in the field. I love using Broadview Press texts in my own classroom at Stony Brook University. I can't wait to use the new Anthology of American Literature when I have the opportunity. And for all of you out there, Broadview Press has given us the official code Ivory Tower for 20% off site wide on BroadviewPress.com. Again, that is code IvoryTower for 20% off. And now, a message from the Gay and Lesbian Review.
2: Hello, listeners. This is Stephen Hemmerich, the publisher of the GNLR, here with a special offer just for you. For those of you who aren't familiar with the GLR, let me provide a little background. The GLR is a bi-monthly magazine of history, culture, and politics that publishes essays in a wide range of disciplines, as well as a slew of reviews of books, plays, and movies, and a number of special features such as artists' profiles and the popular art memo column. Each issue brings you consistently intelligent, lively, thought-provoking articles focused on a unifying theme and brings together the leading minds on the topic. You won't find a lot about the latest dating fads or fashion trends, though you might find articles about online dating as a social phenomenon, or the gay influence on 20th century fashion. For example, the theme of the current issue is Queens and Kings, and it features an article by Andrew Hollerin about Truman Capote's relationships with glamorous women, the woman he called his swans. Now for the special offer, when you subscribe, you'll receive a free copy with any print or digital subscription. That's seven issues instead of six. Visit GeoReview.org. That's G-L-R-E-V-I-E-W dot O-R-G. Click subscribe and enter promo code ITBR for your free issue. And as an added bonus, you'll receive online access to all archive issues of the magazine.
1: So it's kind of one of the, um, one of the like unstated things about it is that, or another purpose of queer modernisms is that in a lot of ways, it is my uh, self-education because all of my uh, academic studies and my degrees have been in literature and in cinema studies. And I've actually never taken... um, an art history class or um like a visual arts class i've never done that so this is all um this is all like self-learning self-interest kind of a thing and so that is kind of a like obviously that's not obvious to um you know someone who's not me uh doing this but it is like very much tracking my own um education on these things like i'm learning as i go along and and a big motivator of the account is sharing things that I have just found or, you know, new information is, you know, like those kinds of things. And so, yeah, it's a lot. It is a it is sometimes a strange dynamic that especially with literature, you know, like tech. Instagram is not a text textual base. It doesn't work great. Like it's it's a very. um yeah, it's just like not a natural face. It's a visual format, and so um,
0: and, and so that algorithm like, really loves the algorithm. Right, picks right, up r- what's r- desirable, right. And we'll get into that with the bodies, like absolutely. You know, there's a reason why thirst traps do
1: really well. Yes, yes, there is a reason why. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's it's curious that I kind of have to work against, or I'm I'm not always utilizing uh, or explicitly utilizing. Um, my actual, like, academic past. Um, it, it, I'm able to do that more with my film studies. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Stuff. I feel like um,
0: film studies really plays in with art.
1: History. Yeah, yeah. So that is, um, and I, I have studied that more and, um, you know, did academic work and stuff around that. But um, yeah, ma- the majority of what uh, is featured on Queer Modernisms is is kind of, what I have you know researched and done outside of uh, my academic studies and that was that was a motivation as well to start you know to start the account itself was I I had so much guilt that I could never stay focused on what I was supposed to be writing a paper on or whatever mm. like I'm very much the kind of person of you know it mentions this person and suddenly I'm looking up this person and suddenly I've ordered from the library three books on this person, you know, like and that is just the way I think. Um, you're a down
0: the rabbit hole. Yes, creative I am thinker. No, I'm, I'm like absolutely, that's why we're here right now. Yeah, I am yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this podcast is all about, is my mind just keeps going and going with different topics, but right, you know, right. I have to so, ground my queer Whitman writing, but that's its own separate yeah. <laughs> area that I try to. Keep detained, keep um, keep controlled. I'll right. say it that way. But you're 100%. a self-referential person.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, a hundred percent. But that's I. I really did feel a lot of, I, I would say guilt, like of not being able to. And so this felt like a way of like, okay, this is. I know this is not going to go into this paper or to the, the, you know, like those kinds of things. But like, oh, here. I can at least say I did something with it. So yeah, Well,
0: um, and do something yeah. you did. I mean, yeah. like something that I am so fascinated about is, well, I love that. Thank you for explaining, Jesse, this whole um, self-education. I think that's so interesting that you've documented it this way of your own. Like, of course, like these aren't um, paintings or sculptures or whatever medium you've chosen. You're not deeply... Um, already have prior knowledge. It's not like if you um were putting up, say, films that you've studied ad nauseum, mm-hmm. which would be its own type of project yeah, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is right? a... and I mean there oh. is like I'm sure we'll mention a lot of Instagram accounts that um, you know, I want to amplify as well right. with yours. Let's do but, that. like one is yes.
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh movies that made me gay, which is a really interesting podcast. But um like right There's queer film Instagram accounts, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm curious. Do you feel like that would have been too? Um, I don't want you to defend why it's queer modernisms, but like, you know, do you feel that would have been too close to your own, um, scholarship or your your own studies or? It's a good question. Why Uh, not do queer films?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a it's a great question. Um, I haven't uh yeah I haven't specifically thought of it in that term in those terms but um no I mean I do I do feel like actually one of the 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 things that does make the account interesting is is the the self-education part of that and coming from it not as an expert um and kind of wanting to share the pro it's kind of more process driven in that way um of like um wanting to share it with people or or yeah coming much more from that impulse than um than than sharing my expertise or something like that which is totally legitimate and I love a lot of account you know like yes I follow scholars and other people who are doing that and that's what they use social media for and um, that's a wonderful resource as well and I'm so glad they're doing that but um, I don't think I don't know in a way I feel like it it wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to sustain it in a certain way because my interests move around so much um, mm. that it just wouldn't it, w- it wouldn't work
0: well for me. I, yeah, I well know. and it probably in my opinion is like and I'm going to open my phone and give some of my Yeah, Uh, some examples of what Jesse, you know, has posted, and it's so varied. And I feel like if you were doing more of it, say, a queer modernist um, Instagram of artworks, if it was like just queer modernist, but you're a scholar from that experience, Mm -hmm. it would be probably much more narrow, more niche. What you're writing, you would really think about more in that blog kind of um, mindset or like, oh, this is extracted from my paper or a conference presentation or and which like you said, it's wonderful if that's how you're interacting with Instagram. But what I've been so drawn to is just how many intriguing responses, your Instagram followers and audience, like that your audience is so participatory. And I feel like sometimes when they think you're too much of a specialist, they don't interact as much, like asking mm. questions because they're like, oh no, this is the authority speaking. I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah. It's even like when I teach Whitman, I try not to, like I, I always say to my students, like, yes, this is something that I like focus on the most with my research. But like, I'm not going to tell you how I'm approaching this in my own work, like in my um, academic, you know, research mind. But I just want to know your first impressions, right? Like, and I, and that's kind of what I feel about your account is it's drawn such a wide array of followers. Like a lot of them are not academics. Yes. right so I don't know I want yeah yeah you yeah, know, yeah no how and you that reflect on all that
1: yeah no that and that's something you know that that is also that was also a motivation for me because I also knew that social media um I mean it, it's definitely changing now but but um it was more of reaching my age group and potentially younger at the place that there are they are um and that's like one of the appeal of social media though also mediums go out so quickly like is Instagram even cool anymore like you know where are the kids gonna go next um but you're on TikTok yeah 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 no exactly I mean that's a real you know that's also a real concern as well but no it really you know I I wanted to I also love the idea that we're all you know the reality is, is like we're all on our phones. We're all on our phones all day. We're scrolling through these things, and to like have also for a moment within that to have like a a queer historical moment, or you know, like mm-hmm. something you know of that, um, and that was really my motivation, and and especially to, sh- I'm really, I think that um historical forgetting is a very real thing, um. And, you know, and that, and that is for my, for, you know, our age group. Um, and I, and I really do want to demonstrate to others that, that the queer past is not as far away as we often think it is. Um, and that, you know, like, especially like I, I um, especially on my personal account, like I follow a lot of contemporary queer artists and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and it's like. Oh, I hope they know that 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 their art is. I see it being in very specific traditions, or you know, like there's there's actually artists that have you know do that, or you're doing something that's you know beautifully fits into that, and so that is that's a, another motivation, and I'm hoping to do that, and so I'm super pleased that um that when I do look at at my demographics, it, it actually you know the it is followed mostly by young people um with um you know like the 30 I think like 30 to 35 is my highest um the highest percentage of followers that's Um, fascinating
0: that's also yeah that's my strongest demographic for the podcast
1: yeah which also it's it's like do they use you know like are these age groups using Instagram the most, you know, like there's a lot of different things, but I'm, Mm -hmm. I, I'm just really thrilled that it's connecting with that. But then also, um, there very much is, um, you know, a lot of the audiences, you know, older queer people and it, and it seems like, you know, some straight people follow, you know, like it's, it's, uh, a lot more men than women that is very much for sure in the the demographic breakdown um which, See, may, which makes which makes sense but um, well no
0: so yeah explain that why do you think there's more men than women as your followers
1: i mean i do i really i really try my best to um to represent uh mm. not just uh gay men from the past like Uh, also feature women, um, and that extends to uh, people, you know, artists of color, um, you know, uh, trans or non-gender conform, you know, like all of these, um, to the whole spectrum of what queerness has been in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also, you know, it's also my personal interests are like, are very male dominated and like a specific, you know, like that. And so I end up posting the most. It also gets the most engagement and the most likes. So it becomes kind of like this self fulfilling prophecy or you know like self fulfilling cycle um, of that. So I I realize that that I am like the account kind of functions in that way. Um, but I do. You know, I, I I also think that it's very important to me, especially to like, um, to share about uh, women and art by women and, but I don't, I mean, I I also realize like I don't, uh, I don't post a lot about um, kind of like nudes of women and things like that as well. Like mm-hmm. that's. Mm-hmm.
0: There's more it, nudes of men.
1: Than oh, than I more. mean, for sure, for sure. And that's, yeah. you know. But that's also uh, a
0: reflection of.
1: Right, that's, like, that gets back to, it's like my, also, this is kind of like my personal, my my personal journal in a way, um, yeah. and my self-education but I was, and all of that. Yeah, so.
0: but I was also going to say like just tradition, like historically, especially like the nineteen 10s, 20s, 30s, it is more difficult, or I find, and I mean out there if they want to, you know, DM us on Queer Modernisms yeah, or Ivory yeah. Tower Boiler Room, you know, someone who does like I would love to have someone on who does queer female art as scholarship or something on Instagram. But, um, I just think it's harder to find like more public artworks that are female bodies, especially women in homoerotic situations together.
1: Absolutely. And a little
0: more difficult.
1: Yeah, no. And I mean, and that very much goes back to the historical realities that, men and specifically white men of Mm. a certain class uh, were able to indulge in making art and that their, whatever art they made had a better chance of surviving of whether that's finding it into other you know like other friends um you know or circles or collectors yeah. well the um, bloomsbury
0: group yes I mean, no exactly I, mean, I have to like look through the archive totally. but i'm sure you've had duncan grant represented yes. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. modernism
1: no i okay. mean and that's a that's a perfect example because it was just i think it was last year that this you know huge uh cache of of his erotic art was just found it had been under the. Um, it had been stashed under the bed of somebody for a long time like kept hidden to you know waiting for or to just keep waiting it for because those hands it, yeah to not be destroyed and that's what happens yeah. with so much that's the reality that so much queer art or history or information or anything like just letters or whatever um just didn't survive because either self-censorship and they got rid of them themselves because it was illegal or you know all yeah. of that yeah. families get rid of it after they die yeah. you know like there's yeah, so no many I actually reasons. yeah
0: I have Duncan Grant's um it's like this red book of his most erotic art mm-hmm. like before this was found like before yeah yeah Moore yeah. yeah. no and I mean there was already yeah.
1: examples but this is just like whoa and it was just yeah. like a perfect example of like there's still also Queer art from this period out there to be discovered. Yeah, yeah. And, everyone now is
0: like quickly typing. They're like, "Yeah, Don't yeah, Don't get yeah. No, an erotic art. Well, yeah, we'll put no, some... it's. Uh,
1: they're uh, yeah. they're on a display right now at a uh, Charleston House, and
0: there's a big,
1: um, oh, uh, an, an exhibit. Wait, where's Charleston going on. House? Uh, Charleston House is uh, the the farmhouse in I want to say Southern. I've been there once. I forget where location wise, but it was um. Duncan Grant and Vanessa Bell his his lover Virginia Woolf's sister um mm-hmm. they're like farmhouse um which is now like an artist center it's so oh, like it's, the so, it's so countryside beautiful of england yeah it's in the countryside okay. and it's a uh, um yeah it's like full of their art they just like painted it it's like stepping into si- inside of one of their okay. paintings it's amazing well but, we're, yeah
0: we'll yeah, have yeah, things yeah. on our instagram of some yeah. of these <sighs> representations um Oh, So go to Ivory Tower Boiler Room and, you know, maybe we'll see. Jesse will put something, like, reintroduce Duncan Grant in honor of this episode. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to pressure him, but... Yeah, no, we'll you know. We'll, see. <laughs> ev- well, everyone has to follow you anyway. That's, like, number one is, you know, queer underscore, right? It's queer underscore, underscore modernisms.
1: Yeah, yeah, modernisms. With an and S. Assuming- it was important to me that it was plural because I also yeah. believe there's not modernism is not a monolithic thing but well many of them
0: and i'm assuming it's underscore because queer modernisms without the underscore was already taken no um
1: i uh if i remember correctly i think it was just a visual thing like i typed it in and i'm like oh i don't know and i put it in i was like i don't know that that seemed visually right to me so
0: yeah the space looks nice (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's a little little space you're right because it's not like just all an R and an M together are not that uh, aesthetically pleasing. I don't know, now I'm like, we're talking about aesthetically pleasing alphabet letters. This
1: is um, is real on social media. You have to take into account all these different kinds of things. It is,
0: well, and do you remember, was it like one, was there one artwork that like just quickly ignited your social media with all these followers or was it a gradual over the years building? Like grassroots, was it grassroots or was it like a firestorm? Do you have a queer fascination with classic films? Ever wish you'd be transported back to that golden age of cinema as if you're in the movies themselves? Hi, my name is Christian Garcia, and I am the host of that old gay classic cinema. Join my friends and I as we travel back in time to that classic age of film and peel back the layers of how these films transformed our view behind the camera, and into the lens of cinema. Make sure to follow my Instagram at that old gay classic cinema. And I'll be sure to if you seated our next showing. See you there.
1: No, I mean, it was definitely an organic thing over time. Um, I don't know how some and I and there's definitely followers who have like, I know they have been there from the very beginning. Um, and I guess I should ask how they found it. I don't know if it was through hashtags or what it was. Um, and I've never done, I've never done like sponsored posts or anything like that. So this is all like completely organically test spread or developed in that way. Um, and yeah, so, but it is, it's, um, a lot of social media and specifically Instagram is built in a way that kind of the larger you get the more it, it's like a self-perpetuating like it pushes it out like recommends it to more people and the wider yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so it does it kind mm-hmm. of functions that way and and that is but but i do think a lot of it is from yeah people sharing the content or um yeah, that's spreading the my, word on their. That's accounts. my sense, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. mentioning you in a story
0: sure. is really helpful. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Reposting, mean, a, um, reposting, yeah. One, yeah, totally. So. Yeah.
0: Well, and um, do you feel like though, do you feel like you've reached, like it, like now is has stopped at a certain number and, like, and and are you okay with that? Because I feel like right in social media world. It's like, I just want to keep going and going with follow. Well, some people, I guess, don't care if it's their personal one, but like, especially when you have a passion project or like myself having an entrepreneurial business, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you want to have as much outreach as possible. Um, Yeah. You you want to
1: find everyone who's potentially interested in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But
0: do you feel like at a certain point now, like, okay, I've reached almost 30,000 and that's kind of where I'm staying for a while or-
1: yeah i mean it's um and it was i mean i will definitely say the the period which was I, if i'm remembering correct like through i think it was 2018 lit like the second half of 2018 through 2019 i very much committed to like posting every day and doing that and that's another way that the algorithm rewards things the more you know the more regularly you post the more it uh promotes it and stuff like that that's where it it grew the most for sure um but yeah no i really um you know and it, and it's it still grows slowly and when i'm most active um you know it if it definitely uh you know the numbers bump up so it's still and a lot of people unfollow like that's a reality as well um, you know that's a Well constant. and they could
0: also be um uh, I don't know, I always oh, get yeah, these yeah. No, cryptocurrency I the people and I'm like, I that's don't think true, you're yeah. real, but yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, yeah, and right? I don't like, take that personally
1: yeah. because yeah. I, I understand somebody, you know, a lot of my most shared content is kind of, you know, more erotic photos of that and that's not what the account is. So if you followed it thinking that that's what it is, like that's not what I'm offering. So I don't I don't take that... That content not mine end up being what you're actually interested in i don't i don't take that personally or not yeah i know no. at all um no,
0: it's part of the game
1: yeah yeah what yeah, you're yeah. Doing. but i but it is something more that i've started thinking about now is is you know is there a ceiling i have no idea um to it but also i've been so lucky that i have not um attracted any attention that i Do not like trolls. That's really something I've been very lucky. Homophobes, things like that. Like it is something that I always, you know, is kind of in the back of my mind. Um, and the larger you get, the more, you know, attention negative attention you can draw. Inevit actually it's social media. So you will inevitably draw yeah, yeah. People who But we've had some comments
0: even in the podcast that actually make me laugh because Yeah. (laughs) I find like my my response is what I um learn from other podcasters which is to just be like well enjoy the episode <laughs> or yeah, yeah I always yeah, find yeah. it's the best when don't I'm just like extremely yeah. like I don't know it's not yeah, worth yeah, it yeah, I yeah. mean like one of um uh especially if it's a pop culture episode like I know Jesse also loves the housewives if they have like a different opinion of a housewife they'll be like vomit emojis and I'm like okay whatever
2: yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no yeah. but you're yeah, right but, but that I, but
1: yeah, and I and and I I wish I was a little more um uh would care less about those things, but I do think that it would it would affect like affect me if it you know okay. if I did. So um yeah, or I would take well, it. More I'll give you some jersey I attitude. would like. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. yeah so send them is. my I'm, way. I I'm very I'm very focused on or it it's made me it's really confirmed that I am mm-hmm. more interested in in kind of a a quality than a quantitative kind of a thing. Um you know, mm-hmm. i'm not I'm not aspiring to have x amount of followers or anything like that. like if but, you know, if there are, if there's people who just look really like the content like that, that's more of what I'm looking for. Um, yeah, like and that Adam. there are,
0: mm-hmm. and you're and something that I love, too, that I see you always do, Jesse, is like, stay with um well we're going to do an example but okay. like <laughs> one of your recent ones that i've just been so drawn to is this like lithograph by roland and it's french so i think it's kailou or Kalu. oh yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Um, yes the, the Janae illustration yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yes 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 so um you know what i love is um People will ask questions of you. And my favorite part is actually that engagement. Like I joked, the the vomit emojis are very rare. But yeah, yeah. um I love like, you know, even Jesse's talking about listening to Ignacio, well, I'll shout you out because Jesse really liked your episode, Breaking yeah, the Gay yeah, Code yeah. in Art, which is another Instagram that he just started, yes. and um is very erotic. And I kind of want to use that as a launching point for a question soon. I'm yeah, I'm giving yeah, yeah. so much teaser. Yeah. I'm giving this like this is such a sexual climactic tease. But, um, <laughs> what I love is just how much like care is taken to respond. And like you said, that's all about the quality of your post, your followers, like really being there for the community. And that means so much even to me when there's listener questions or they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I just bought, like, I just got this book or I just watched this movie. This is my response. Like, right. Aren't those. And so many don't know these artworks that you're exposing them to. That excites me when I see people interacting with you,
1: yeah. no, I mean, it it is really lovely. Um, I'm always so grateful when it is. i I wish that I could engage with it even more. Like I'm actually surprised that you're complimenting that because I feel like it's it's actually something I'm not particularly good at um like people really i i just feel bad a lot of people want to i i feel like engage even more like through dms and stuff like that and i i personally don't have the 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 bandwidth to to do that um well because jesse
0: has a full-time job yeah no i mean this. and, that, and that's like we the said
1: thing. yeah no this, this is, is your passion i'm project. the i'm the old you know i'm the only one who does all of this um and uh And yeah, and I'm, I'm also, you know, I'm a very sensitive Pisces that, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, like an introvert, an intense introvert as well. And I, you know, in my personal life, I kind of have to like, not cut off contact, but I have to like withdraw and do stuff like that. And I really, that's, that's usually the reason why the account itself kind of goes quiet for, you know, periods. And I've kind of accepted that that's just kind of how it's going to be because but it's understandable. It, it, yeah. Cause it's still cause your it, passion. Project, it, it, once right? again, that's, it's reflecting my real yeah. life. Um, it's your real well. life. And it's also, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: like you said, this isn't something, I think it's so important that you as a, the content creator um know that, okay, I don't really want to make this into an entrepreneurial right. business, right. Right? right? Cause then your yeah. mindset, like I could tell you, <laughs> things start to shift and like there's an accountant involved and all other aspects, which, Mm -hmm. um, you know, is necessary. But what I am really, really excited. And as we are in the end of our conversation, we're getting to the steamiest is like with Ignacio, he has, and I've done it as well. Like we can have, not we can have, but you can post like, nude images like nude paintings or even some people can post photos of themselves and their butts like I mean with male genitalia I don't that definitely yeah that's a no-no everyone um not that I'm doing that but um like you can get away with like a backside but it does seem like the more followers you get Instagram is more um on the prowl to cite your account or try to shut down those types of images. And yeah, I kind of want to get into, like, Jesse, was there, has that happened to you? Has Instagram like tried to say, like, no, 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 this is too far, or even questioned your post? Well, you know what they say, if it's too hot, get out of the kitchen. But in this case with Jesse, if it is steamy, sensual, erotic, and getting hot, head to the Ivory Tower Boiler Room Cafe. So it's $5 a month, and there is about 20 more minutes of a discussion that I have with Jesse, including why does Instagram censor such erotic artwork, and how does Jesse get around this? What is this concept known as shadow banning? Why has Bethany Frankel from The Real Housewives of New York talked about it? I also mentioned Kelly Dodd from Orange County Housewives. And we get into so much more, including why Jesse has never really come public um, about who's behind the queer modernism's account. So Jesse explains why he wanted to keep his identity a secret, but. What's wonderful is he came in here to the Ivory Tower Boiler Room, and now everyone knows who's behind queer underscore modernisms on Instagram. It is Jesse. So head to our Patreon to listen to the rest of my conversation with Jesse. It's like you're buying me a um, an iced latte. I really appreciate it. $5 a month. It means so much to support the Ivory Tower Boiler Room. There's so many bonus episodes of our podcast up on patreon and you also get to message me and i respond to all of you on there and if you want to hear more discussions of certain topics joining our patreon is a great way to interact with us thank you so much to jesse i had such a wonderful time chatting with him this reunion um, from our time in san francisco and coming back here to the podcast was so wonderful I can't wait to have Jesse back on again. Let me know if you want Jesse to just come on and we'll chat about homoerotic art, culture, film, TV. (laughs) Let me know what you would want us to talk about and I'm sure I can get Jesse back here. Okay, thank you all for listening. Hi, Ivory Tower Boiler Room audience. It is Andrew Rimby, the director of the Ivory Tower Boiler Room. Welcome to our winter season. And are you trying to stay warm this season? Well, guess what? We have the Ivory Tower Boiler Room Cafe. It is our Patreon where there is so much bonus content. So I'll go over all that. But first, it's only $5, which is less than a latte, a cappuccino, a coffee, a tea, basically anything now because you know, we have some inflation going on. So join us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash ivory tower boiler room. What do you get? You get Gregory Maguire giving us all the scoop on the Wicked Movie musical. You get Jesse Green giving us his hot takes on the Broadway musical musical. If you don't know who Jesse is, well, you should, because he's the chief theater critic of the New York Times. You get all the JFK and Marilyn Monroe scoop from Elizabeth Winder, a Marilyn Monroe biographer, so much more. You get all our video interviews. You can see everything, including the bonus content. And Mary's going to tell you from True Crime and Academia what you get later. But if you're not following us on social media and seeing our video teasers, well, you need that to stay, you know, nice and energized on these winter days so follow us on instagram and tiktok at ivory tower boiler room while it's still here why don't you follow us on twitter at ivory boiler room and here's my chief contributor mary hey true crime friends and ivory tower boiler room friends like Andrew said, you're going to get access to all of this bonus content that includes true crime in academia. So not only will you have access to the bonus episode each month, you will also have video access to the interviews that I conduct on my podcast. Once a month, you get all of that extra content at your fingertips. Whenever you feel like watching it literally for a cup of coffee, So why don't you just buy us one? That'd be so nice. We would appreciate that because we love your support already, but we could use a little bit more
2: if you don't. Oh, yes,
0: we could. And also, hey, do you all know you can actually DM us questions at our social media channels? Yes. Also, why don't you ask us questions with our social media posts? We love it. We even shout out questions on our episodes. And if you want, you can always email us at ivorytowerboilerroom at gmail.com to actually order our merchandise so Mm -hmm. we have hats we have t-shirts we have posters we have everything if you want any merchandise with the ivory tower boiler room logo we're gonna make it happen for you okay on that note happy winter season everyone
2: happy winter